Well, we are starting a new series uh, called Follow the Prompt. And if you're with us, we did this six years ago, but I did it six years ago and I felt so strongly that we had to do it again. And so it's an old new series and it's about hearing the voice of the Holy Spirit, how God is speaking to us, because I believe this, that uh, it's for the mature to hear God and to respond to what he's saying and to be led by the Spirit. And so I'm gonna use a lot of resources in this. I won't have a time to uh, cite everything, but trust me, um, I'm, I'm indebted to everybody that helped me with all the different books and sermons and things that I was able to put together in this series. The campus pastors are gonna help me out with this as well. Um, now, you might be thinking, hear God. Does God speak to me? And I wanna say, yes, he does. Yes, God is speaking. And I know that if you don't know him, he's speaking to you right now. And he's saying, follow me. I'll forgive you of your sins. This is true. Say yes to Jesus. And the greatest thing you could do is listen to that prompt from the Holy Spirit and say yes to Jesus. And if you do know him, he's speaking to you and you gotta be tuned in. You're on a, you're on a journey and, and hearing him is a privilege, okay? Now, Christianity is unique amongst all the religions of the world. Because of this, God invites us into a personal relationship with him. He invites us into a personal relationship and we get to know God and we get to be known by God. John 17, three says this, now this is eternal life that they know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. So it's eternal life. We get to know him and it's a joy to be able to do that. But what's more amazing is God places his Holy Spirit within us. Think about this. If you're a follower of Jesus Christ, part of God is in you. That should excite you. That, I mean, I'm not asking for a hand clap or anything, but I'm just saying that should excite you because 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 21 and 22 says this. Now it is God who makes both us and you stand firm in Christ. He anointed us, set his seal of ownership on us and put his spirit in our hearts as a deposit guaranteeing what is to come. So God has placed his spirit within us and it's a deposit. How many know the deposit is not as much as the whole? And we've got a deposit of God, of the Holy Spirit within us. And we have this great intimacy and this ability to be led by the Holy Spirit. And God has been speaking all along. And many times people don't realize that they've been hearing God. They're like, I, I, I didn't know that was God. And when I've shared this before, or talked about it with uh, people that are wondering how to hear God, I'm like, I tell them how I hear God. And they're like, I, I didn't know that. I, that was God all along. And it's very critical that you get this and understand this in your maturing and developing as a follower of Jesus. Um, my friend, Mark Batterson said this in his book, Whisper, which is a great resource as well. He said this, learning to hear the voice of God is the solution to a thousand problems. Wow, learning to hear the voice of God is the solution to a thousand problems. And I agree, you've got to learn how to hear the voice of God. When he speaks to you, he will solve problems. He will bring you into things that you need to go into. And with a world that has so many voices, I mean, a world that has so many channels. I mean, when I grew up, there were like three or four channels, you know? And I was the remote control. Go change the channel, Rob. Okay, but I mean, we have channels. We have uh, things in our hand and, and social media. And we have real news and fake news and conspiracy theories. And we have satire sites. I mean, and you're like, I don't know if that's true. And you got to check and you got to go to there. And, and, and you have to hear 
the voice of God. You have to be led into the truth. And I love what John 10, four says. When he brought, it says, when he has brought out all his own, he goes on ahead of them and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. We have got to know his voice. We've got to be able to hear the voice of God. And when I say this right now, I know that there are some in our church that have a reaction. They're like, you know, maybe you're more charismatic and you're like, yeah, I love it. I, I, he speaks to me all the time. He told me to turn left and right. Okay, I get it. And then, and then there's other people, probably more predominantly in our church that are like, I say, God's speaking. And you're like, oh, I don't know if I like this church anymore. Okay, yes, yes, God is speaking to us. And I pray you don't have trouble grabbing that and realizing that he is speaking to us. We have times in the Bible like 1 Samuel 3, 1, it says, the word of the Lord was rare. The word of the Lord was rare. Like, like God wasn't speaking much to people back then. And he only really spoke to the prophet, priest, and the king. And he's like, he wasn't really speaking much back then. And it said it was rare, but I love that right away in, in 1 Samuel, it changes in chapter three, verse, or, or chapter, right away in 1 Samuel, it changed in yeah, chapter three, verse nine. Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. I love that right away, but speak. So it goes from, it's rare to speak and God's speaking again. God's speaking to us and he's gonna give us and, and guide us in amazing ways. And I wanna share stories that I know like firsthand, like either I experienced or people I know experienced. Like, I'm not gonna tell you something about like somebody in a book and a thing in a village somewhere that we don't even know. I'm gonna give our church stories that I know. And one of these is from a guy named Danny. He's a missionary of ours to Cuba. If you know Danny, Great guy, loves God. I've been to Cuba with him. And he was telling me the story about people hearing the voice of God. And I just have to give this one to you because it's just too good not to tell. And he talks about a lady that was in Cuba and the Lord said, today I want you to go grocery shopping. Now, Holy Spirit leading and guiding her that clear. And he said, I want you to go to the other grocery store. Now, for those of you that don't know in Cuba, there are pesos and convertibles. The common people deal in pesos. The people that are rich or foreigners deal in convertibles. So don't even get me started on communism and just like Cuba and all this and equality because it's different, okay? But God said, I want you to go grocery shopping. So she's going to her normal pesos grocery store. And God says, no, 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 go to the convertible. She's like, okay, I don't even have any convertibles. Like I don't have any uh, of that money source. God says, go to that grocery store. So she's thinking like, maybe God wants to show me what I could eat, you know, like, like I, he wants to show me how good it really could be, you know, following him. So she goes in there and God says, get a cart. She gets a cart. She's hearing the voice of God the whole time. And he says, go put that in your cart. She's like, Lord, I don't, I don't have any money. I don't have any money. And he says, put it in your cart, put three of them in your cart. So she puts three in, he says, put that in your cart. Uh, okay, and she's, she's filling her cart with food and she's thinking, this is a lesson in humility. God is going to get me up to the front to the cash register and then he's gonna humble me and, and he's gonna just tell me like to listen to him and be humble more. So she's like, and she's, she's like pushing her cart. It's overflowing with groceries. And she's thinking to herself, when I get there, I'm going to tell them like, oh, I forgot my money because I won't have any money and I'll, it'll be this lesson of humility. She's in line number six and the Holy Spirit says, get out of line six and go to line three. Not kidding. This is coming from Danny, one of our missionaries, the people we support. And he said, she gets out of line six and goes over to line three. And she's like, oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord. And she gets up to the checkout. And as she gets to the checkout, all of a sudden, whoo, 
whoop, whoop. The sirens go off, balloons fall from the ceiling. They come running out of the back. They said, you are the 10,000 customer. Your groceries are free today. And she's like, glory to God. I have no money. Oh, I mean, can you believe, I mean, that, that, that came from Danny, okay? I trust Danny's word on that. And, and she heard the voice of God down to what line to go into, all right? Now, now don't try that at the store this week, all right? Don't try that. But I will say this, I took an intern out once. I said, hey, you wanna go to lunch? He was just walking by and I said, hey, do you wanna go? And he comes with me. We go to lunch and we go through this cafe and we're piling up our trays and we get there at the end and I said, I'll pay for the interns. And he's like, oh, praise God. I said, why? He goes, I don't have any money. You know, <laughs> so apparently he hears the voice of God too. All right, so when God speaks, mostly he's speaking to us in our relationship and our character development, um, there's no's and yeses, but he can speak to us go there, do this. So as we get into this, the first thing I want you to understand is believe that he's speaking. You gotta get there. You gotta believe that he's speaking. Romans eight fourteen says this, for those who are led by the spirit of God are the children of God. For those who are led by the spirit of God are the children of God. Matter of fact, the, the way that the Bible actually writes this, okay, we interpreted it that way. It says this, many as by the spirit are being led. Okay, it puts the spirit first. It's like follow the leader. Believers are playing follow the leader with the Holy Spirit. It's not like we're just doing our thing like, Holy Spirit, just correct me in case I'm wrong. The Holy Spirit's saying, many as are led, like uh, many so as by the Spirit are being led. So the Spirit is moving and leading us and he's speaking to us. And the, when it says those who are led by the Spirit of God, it's really like we're being led by the power of the Holy Spirit with the word led there really means this. It means like an animal that has a rope around its neck and it's going along where the owner is telling the animal to go, okay? So as a child of God, we are following what the Holy Spirit is saying. But we don't have a rope around our neck. What do we have? We have him speaking to us. And, and if we're obedient, the walk is easy. How many know what I'm talking about? But if we're not obedient, then the walk is terrible. We, we, we had a little dog for years, little Yorkie. And, and we'd say to the kids, like, take the dog for a walk. And the, they put the leash on and the dog would be like, wouldn't do it. Becca would go over to the dog and the dog would be like, bing, 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 and walk with Becca, you know? <laughs> Apparently Becca is the Holy Spirit. I don't know, you know, but so the, the dog just, okay, don't be like that dog. Don't, don't have a difficult walk with God. Follow the prompts of the Holy Spirit. John 16, 13, when, when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears and he will tell you what is to come. It's all over the Bible. Jesus was led by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness. Jesus was told not to go to Bethany where his friend Lazarus had died. The Holy Spirit said, nope, not right now. We're not going right now. Then later on, he was led to go there. He was led to go to the, a feast and a celebration after the disciples. He tells them, he says, I'm not going. And then it says the very next verse, then he went because it was the right time to go then. He was being led down to the minute and the time he should go to places. In the early church, they were uh, warned in Acts chapter 11 about an upcoming famine. They were, uh, Paul was warned to not go to one city and then Paul was directed to go to a different city. You see this, Philip was, was led to go walk by the man in the chariot because the Holy Spirit was speaking to them and the Holy Spirit still speaks to us today. Now, it's a supernatural thing and um, I have, we have lots of grace here for this. It's, we're natural, but we're, we're, we're working with the supernatural. 
And so when we're working with the supernatural, we have to understand that it's, it's two different worlds colliding and we don't always get it right. We, we will learn and we'll get better with this, but the Holy Spirit is leading us in a supernatural way. The Holy Spirit is a person. He's the third part of the Trinity and his purpose is to bring people to Jesus for forgiveness. His purpose, he empowers the believer and he leads us and prompts us and he speaks to us with spontaneous thoughts, Sponta just thoughts that he, he just whispers into. A lot of people say, um, I thought that was my conscience. Sometimes it might be your conscience, but many, it sounds like your conscience. I'm just gonna tell you right now, when the Holy Spirit speaks to me, it, it sounds a lot like my voice, just like my, if you will, the conscience speaking to me. And he tells me things like, here's what you need to do. Here's how you need to do that. And he, and he speaks to me. He doesn't speak in like that James Earl Jones, you know, and now Rob, go. He doesn't do that, okay? It sounds like, like, was that my thought? Was that the whole, okay? That's how those spontaneous flowing thoughts and we call them prompts. Now you're gonna have to learn how to decipher this um, between your thoughts, his thoughts, thoughts of the enemy. But it doesn't, it's, it's really not that loud. It's not that complicated. People say like, I need God to speak to me out loud. I, I've never heard the audible voice of God. Never heard the audible out loud, okay? I believe it's possible. I've talked to people that have, but I haven't. The Holy Spirit speaks to me in that still small voice like God spoke to Elijah where there's, there's the storm and the hurricane and all these other things going on. And then the still small voice, it just tells me that I'm in relationship. I mean, Becca and I in our marriage, we, we, we just have a normal voice talking to each other. You know, when it gets loud, it's either an emergency or I've done something wrong or, you know, you, know, I, you see what I'm saying? It's usually not loud. It's, it's usually relationship. Somebody says, well, I'm Italian. Well, even Italians whisper on occasion, okay? So it's spontaneous thoughts that are there. What are some of these spontaneous thoughts you might have? You might have spontaneous thoughts, forgive this person. Give that money. Go on that team, serve here, pray for that person, say something to that person. You see what I'm saying? And there are little prompts that you feel and little urges that are there and, and you need to follow the prompt. Now, I'm gonna be really personal and vulnerable on a couple of these stories. Um, I'm gonna give you a story that has two sides of the prompt, okay? All right, so several years ago, we were out to eat with a, a, a family that doesn't go to our church, but some friends of ours. And he was wearing a beautiful watch. And I was just about to say, I like your watch. Literally, that's all I was gonna say. Literally, just, just say, I like your watch. That was it. And as I'm about to say that, the Holy Spirit says, don't say anything about his watch. I'm sitting there eating the meal and I just get this like spontaneous, like don't say anything about the watch. So I was like, wow. So we get in the car and I said to Becca, I said, maybe I was coveting after his watch. That was the weirdest thing. I can't believe, I was gonna just say nice watch. And then I felt the Holy Spirit say, don't say anything about his watch. That clear. And then we just ate the meal and didn't, I didn't think anything else of it. But I just thought, maybe I'm coveting after his watch. Fast forward, um, he comes to visit our church and I'm preaching a sermon. And I, I said his name in the sermon. And I said, you know, this guy owns his look. Da, da, da. You know, I, I can't remember exactly why I said it. But I said, and Becca said to me afterwards, like, that was really weird that you said his name. Like, he's visiting, he doesn't go to our church. And it was just weird. I was like, I don't know, I just did it. I don't know, it wasn't in my notes or anything, you know. 
And with multi-site, I try not to do that, you know, like, because people at the other sites are like, what is going on? And I go into my office there, and then in my office is the watch. It's sitting on my desk. And it says, call me. So, so I call him. I said, what's going on? He's like, I have been struggling for months now whether I'm supposed to give you this watch or not. And he said, and I felt the Holy Spirit say to give you the watch. And I didn't know if it was me or, or, or God. So I came to your church today just visiting because this is not our church, you know, I'm from out of town. And he said, I just said, God, if you want me to give the watch to Rob, he's gonna say my name in the sermon. I kid you not. That's what he said. And then I said it like within 30 seconds. And he's like, you know, and I thought I offended him, but he's like, okay, God, you know, so he gave me the watch. And, and what's crazy, I, I told him that I almost complimented his watch. And he said, if you would have, I'd have never given you the watch. I'd have never given you. And the Holy Spirit stopped me and prompted him. And then I got the watch and, and I'll wear that watch sometimes and people say, nice watch. And then I'll tell the whole story. And you know, it's crazy. Like I was sitting in the airplane and the guy next to me goes, nice watch. I said, oh, thanks. Can I tell you the story? I tell him the story and, and he's blown away. He's like, not that the guy gave me a nice watch. He's blown away. He just goes, God still speaks to people like that. Can people really hear God? And I was like, yeah. And then I'm talking to the guy the rest of the flight about God from that watch. So just, you never know. And other people have come up and said, nice watch. I'm like, I'm not giving it to you. All right, so anyways. <laughs> but God will direct you. And you gotta pray and ask God for this. But you gotta believe he wants to speak to you. Now, secondly, you gotta spend time in listening mode. You gotta spend time in stillness. And, and, and in that stillness, you will hear the voice of God. The enemy gets us going so fast and so much noise going on that we can't even hear the voice of God. Most of us are having 12 hours a day of media just stimulating us and pouring in and we're trying to multitask God. And if you wanna hear God, silence is the key. And by silence, I mean just settling yourself. Um, the, the quietest room in the world is actually in Minnesota. Did you know that? The, the quietest uh, room in the world, the Anioechic Chamber uh, is in Orfield Laboratories. I was there, I went to this place. It has one, feet, one foot of concrete wall and then three feet of this fiberglass like sound absorbing and 99.99% of the sound is removed in this room. And I, it's right here in Minneapolis. And I went there and I stood in there and they said, now no one's gonna talk and you're gonna listen to how quiet silence is. And as I was in there, also I was like, oh, oh, like your breath sounds like it's like, turn down the sound. And then you just hear, like you can hear your heart. And like, if you even so much as move, you can hear every little like movement. And if you have any part that cracks or creaks, you could hear it. And it sounded like, ah, the, the average person can't last in there more than 15 minutes. And I'm told that the record is 45 minutes. Some of you are like, I wanna break the record. No, you don't. Because they say that mental things start happening at 15 minutes and at about 30 minutes, you start going crazy, okay? So I don't want you to be that silent, okay? But you gotta silent yourself. Turn off your phone. Be outside in nature and let those sound be the, the background. If you, you, you've got that ability to just turn off a bunch of this stuff and silence yourself and listen to God. And when you do that, God will speak to you. He'll start to pour out things to you and you'll hear his voice so clearly. Another thing is his word. And we'll get into this in upcoming weeks, but as you read his word, he speaks to you. And one of the things I wanna do is read the word of God. I did this six years ago and I'll do it again. I wanna show you with a camera, like me reading the word of God and how the Holy Spirit is speaking to me right at that moment, okay? 
for some people, that's gonna be an aha moment. I didn't know the Holy Spirit could speak to us in that way. But when you read his word, uh, it, it speaks to you and those things come out and they just pop into you, all right? Now, as we're listening to the voice of God, um, again, you're not gonna get it perfect and we're gonna keep moving forward, get better at this. I'll never forget my mom when computers, she got her first computer, she called me, she's like, I'm not touching anything. I was like, why? She says, it says fatal error. And she's like, I don't wanna touch a button and kill anybody, like fatal error. I'm like, mom, it's okay, touch the button, it's okay. You know. All right, so we're gonna hear God and we're gonna look at his word, we're gonna get better at this, all right? Now, as we expect to hear, um, as we expect to hear, God will move us forward and we've gotta be ready to follow these prompts. Let me explain these prompts again for just a moment. The Holy Spirit is, is going to speak to us and he's going to be like a prompter in a play or a production. What do I mean by that? Whenever you're stuck, whenever you're stuck, all of a sudden the Holy Spirit prompts you and moves you forward. If you don't know this about plays, there's a prompter off in the side that if you forget your line and you're like stumped and it's like, I love you more than life, they whisper it and then you're like, I love you more than life. And then the, the, the play keeps going on because the prompter has moved you forward. That's how the Holy Spirit does that. And he propels you when you need it, okay? So I don't wanna talk about hearing the voice of God and then everybody going like, Lord Crest or Colgate, speak, Lord. Crest or Colgate. Lord's like, just brush your teeth, all right? Just brush your teeth. Uh, you know, and so, uh, white shirt, blue shirt, just talk to your spouse, all right? Pick up, all right, let's go and do that. But we're, we're gonna follow these prompts. We're gonna expect to hear as he guides us. But John 16 um, talks about this. But when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears and he will tell you what is yet to come. So he's prompting us and, and keeping us moving, but he's also guiding us. Remember, he's pulling us and leading us. The other verse said that. This word for guide means a guide who shows the traveler the safest course through an unknown territory. So the Holy Spirit is going to take you and say, watch out for that trap. Watch out for that struggle move over here. That's how good God's guidance is for us. That's how good it is. And I'm just praying we'll understand. We want to hear the voice of God. Now, when he speaks to us, we need to obey what he has to say. A lot of people want like God to speak, but they don't want to obey. They just want the guidance. And they're like, God, what do you want to say? Almost like, well, I date myself really old. Like I grew up, they had that like little magic eight ball. You're like, Lord, should we do this? Signs point to yes. You know, no, you're an idiot. You know, and it was like, it, 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 people want the guidance, but they don't want God. No, we want God. We want the guidance and we don't want to treat him like he's, okay, keep spinning until I get the right answer. We're going to hear it and we're going to obey it. We're gonna obey it. And many of us, God's been speaking to us and we've, we've been walking around like this. La, 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 I'm not hearing, I'm not hearing. La, 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 not hearing, okay? God's saying, I'm speaking to you and you know what you're supposed to do. Obey it, obey it. Boy, there's so much here. Um, I'm glad this is multi-part here and we'll be on this journey together for a couple of weeks. Um, Many times when God speaks to us, you're probably wondering again, like, I'm new to this. I'm trying to figure this out. Many times when God speaks to us, 
in the beginning, it's a lot of corrective prompts, okay? Follow me on this. How many know when you have a child and they're, they're growing up and they're little toddler and they're pre-toddler and they're into everything and they want to touch it all and you're like, nope, nope, don't touch, nope, 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 ah, get that out of your mouth, nope, don't, yep, nope, nope. And it, there's a lot of that, right? And, 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 and they, they kind of learn like, oh, oh, okay. But then when they get older, then you could say, hey, have you thought about doing this? Have you thought about stepping into this? And so for a lot of people, many of the early things where the Holy Spirit is speaking to us, he's correcting us and leading us into the things, helping us to avoid the traps and the struggles. And he's saying, no, no, no. And he's, he's directing us and doing this. And then for, as you mature, it's like, step into this, do this, do this. And I love this. Oswald Chambers said this about these corrective, like, nope, nope. Nope, like remember me at the dinner table with that guy? The Holy Spirit said, don't say anything. But the Holy Spirit didn't like at the table go, Rob, don't say anything. You know, he didn't like, it was just me and him. And Oswald Chambers said this about these checks. He said, checks come in still small voices. So small, no one but the saint notices them. I love that. It was just me and God. In that moment, he corrected me. I was like, I don't want it. Okay, I got that one. And then we step into those things. And so these are the things that will help us. Uh, I will say this, um, I'm gonna give you homework because this the last couple things here. Um, be in community. If we're gonna hear the voice of God, being in community is important. When you isolate, you go crazy. In that quiet sound room, you go crazy. And if you isolate too much, you'll be talking to your volleyball. Wilson! <laughs> With COVID, did you see my mom when she did that little COVID, you know, little Wilson thing? Um, but we wanna be in community so that we, we, we hear this and we listen to what the Holy Spirit's saying and then we're, we're not isolated. Um, because I, I will be this, I will be honest, like sometimes the Holy Spirit tells you to do things that are just a little different or outside your comfort zone. Not, I was praying with somebody, uh, there are a couple of us praying with this person and, and the Holy Spirit said to one of the people, sing this hymn. And we're, we're praying for this person and all of a sudden she starts singing the hymn, I'm like, Okay, it's kind of different. I don't even know how that relates to what we're praying here. And the person starts breaking down and crying. And I'm like, okay, crying, weird hymn, well, okay. Not like it wasn't ungodly, but it's just, it's just out of, and all of a sudden the person said, I had just said, God, are you really speaking to me? Because like, I don't even know what to ask for. Like my grandma used to sing this old hymn and, and it, I, I would just, if I could hear that hymn, I would know it was you. And then this lady's like, sings the old hymn. She's like, okay. You know, like, and she starts singing. I mean, so sometimes there's like, whoa, it's outside your comfort zone. And, and sometimes the Holy Spirit asks you to do those things. So being in community helps us to not talk to volleyballs, okay? And, uh, and uh, just keep us on. And you will get better in time. I'll close with this. Um, with everybody, you get better in time. You just, I think about this, every amazing symphony player that has a violinist that is playing amazing started out with twinkle, twinkle, and their parents cringed, okay? But eventually they got amazing. And I think this, God will speak to us, we'll get better at hearing his voice in time and over time. And so as you start in this journey, I'm praying that you'll hear the voice of God. Now, I've got homework for you and then I wanna pray. Um, your homework is this. 
uh, talk to other people and ask them if they've ever heard the voice of God or how they've heard the voice of God, all right? So life group, you could talk to a friend, uh, somebody, just, you, you get the point. I want you to do that this week. Talk, how, how did you hear the voice of God? How do you know the voice of God? How have you been able to decipher the voice of God? Um, and, and be able to talk to one another and be able to encourage each other in this because this is critical that we mature and we hear the voice of God. This is critical that we do this because in today's day and age, now more than ever, our trusted source is the Holy Spirit. We've got to listen to the Holy Spirit. So with that, that's your homework to do. And then right now, I just want us to pray. Uh, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. Speak, Lord. We're listening. We're ready to look. We're, we're listening. We're listening. So Lord, I just pray right now that you would help us to listen to you. That's what I'm praying. I'm praying that it wouldn't be uh, scary for people, but it'd be exciting. It'd be exciting to know that you're gonna speak to us as we read the word. You're gonna speak to us as we go through life. You're gonna speak to us and there's gonna be no's and yeses. And there's going to be guidance and direction and movement that you're gonna bring. And so God, I pray for that. And I pray that through that, your church would mature and we'd be able to listen to your voice, hear it so clearly, and then follow it. Thank you, God, for speaking to us. Speak, Lord. Your servants are listening. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen.